When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Your SEC insider hit this morning is brought to you by the Purple Mattress from Miskelly Sleep Store and the Purple Gel Flex Grid. I sleep on one. I highly recommend you going to any of the seven Miskelly Sleep Stores, laying down on it, try it out. You'll love it. I love it. We've had one for a year and a half or two years. The Purple Mattress from any of the seven Miskelly Sleep Stores, Purple Gel Flex Grid, This is the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Uh, We welcome in Bill Shanks on the Yingling Lager Guest Line, the Bill Shanks Show, Macon, Georgia, uh, among other affiliates, Georgia Bulldog Insider, they're riding high. They have now taken the the trophy from the Alabama Crimson Tide, and they just dominated the Tennessee Tennessee. Volunteers, Bill Shanks, were you surprised that Georgia not only beat Tennessee? I doubt you were surprised at that, but that they dominated Tennessee last weekend. Well, I, you know, I don't want to say that I was necessarily surprised. I mean, I, I, I think with the ease, yeah, to some extent. I mean, I, I thought Georgia would win. I, I thought Georgia would cover. I, I, I think um, if it hadn't rained the spread would have been even larger than 14 points, to be honest with you, because they just dominated that game. And then they kind of shut it down to make sure they didn't hand it back to Tennessee. And they uh, had long drives and everything. I mean, look, they, they, they're a very good team. And they, you know, the one thing I kept on saying last week was that, you know, look, they, they had their best game of the year in week one, and everybody's forgotten about it. And they're not talking about them anymore. You got to remember this: the same team that beat Oregon forty-nine to three and dominated, and they went out and had another complete game. And I asked the question yesterday, one of my guests, if if we've ever seen 
Georgia have two complete games. I use the word perfect, and I think it's a little strong, but two complete games like the Oregon game and then the Tennessee game, and, and it's hard to remember something like that, of playing at that level against those kind of teams. So it was uh, it was a dominating performance, no question. And then they kind of sleptwalk for a while. You know, they're so good that they can show up with their C game at Missouri and not be interested. Heck, Kent State, they allowed them to kind of score a little bit. I think it was Kent State. I don't remember. I mean, they weren't going to win. So what do you chalk that up to, Bill? They're so good. Uh, they're not going to be razor-focused every week. So you just kind of chalk that up as, hey, they got up for Oregon. They understood how good they were, and they weren't really interested for about a month, and now they're locked back in. Is that how you see it? Well, I, I think you take the third quarter of the Florida game. It almost looked like they were bored. <laughs> it did. And, you know, and, and, and it's, and it's uh, because you're right. You, you, you cannot expect perfection from a team in any sport for the entire season. Uh, and But, you know, as long as they get up to games like Oregon and Tennessee, okay, you feel like they'll be okay. And I think they heard enough last week to be fully aware of the fact it was a big game. And, and I, I, I just thought they looked bored at times. And, you know, again, we're, we're learning here to, to see a different program one that Alabama people, I mean, Alabama's had games like that over the years where it's like, well, they kind of slept walk through it. But like the Missouri game, I, there was no question in my mind they were going to win that game. None. I mean, sure. it was like, oh, you know, it's like, they're, okay, Missouri's playing them tough, that's fine. But in the end, you have to remember that 185 Georgia is just so much better than teams, and that's what's going to win out. And, and I, so it's like I've never – had any feeling at all this year that they were in trouble to lose the game. And, you know, it's funny how they only beat Sanford by 31. What's wrong? I mean, like, give me a break. Um, they, <laughs> they're doing what they have to do to win. Right. Uh, well, so Georgia now gets to uh, – here's what's great about being in the East. Uh, Georgia gets to sleepwalk the rest of the way. And so does Tennessee. No, they you know, no, they don't. You don't think so? No, they don't. No. I mean, I think, no, I don't think you can take that attitude. I, I, I really mean, I meant until the SEC have... championship game. I'm talking about the no, next I regular think, season. I don't I don't think you can do that. I, I think, and I don't think this coach has that attitude at all. I, I don't. I'm, I think that's what gets you in trouble when you have a game like that. And the best thing that ever happened, the two best things that have happened to the Georgia Bulldogs in the last seven years are when Alabama beat the crap out of Georgia right before Kirby Smart got the job to show what he needed to do when he got the job, which was build the offensive and defensive lines because they were so pathetic when his Alabama team played them in October of 15. And then the loss to South Carolina in 2019. I mean, you could talk about the great wins like the Rose Bowl and like others, but I mean, I, mean, I think you'd look at the losses because the losses taught you something. Yeah. And and even even earlier this year, you, you had teaching opportunities when they didn't play great against those teams. And I just laughed and said, well, Coach Smart's just going to use that as an excuse to tell them you, you can't do that against better teams. You have to be careful. You can't do that on the road at Mississippi State. You can't. You can't get behind. You can't. Now, look, should they beat the crap out of Mississippi State and Kentucky? Yes. Yes. Yes, I mean, but I think you you have to be careful because perfection. And I heard Dabo this morning on a video talking about his game with Notre Dame last uh, week, and he said, you know, I've only had one undefeated season 
in my time at Clemson, it's tough to go undefeated. And, and you know, obviously they're in a position now where they've got to go undefeated for the rest of the year to probably win a national championship. And, and therefore, you know, they still have to take every game seriously. I, I was always more concerned about the Kentucky road game than the Tennessee home game because for some reason they, they it's always a tough game in Kentucky. But, I mean, talent-wise, it's no comparison, none. And, and again, the same concept of, all right, over four quarters, 60 minutes, one through 85 should win out as long as you don't, you know, have 17 penalties or four turnovers. Yeah. Uh, it must be nice, Blake, to be bored going through your regular season like Bill Shanks and Georgia fans. You're listening to the Out of Bounds Show. We're visiting with uh, Bill Shanks, Georgia insider. We've had fun the last decade or about the last 10 years having Bill on because they went through this time where Mark Richt could never get over the hump. And and then, you know, they finally land Kirby and he goes through a couple of years learning curve, as Bill just described. And now they're the toast of the town. It looks like Kirby is now the king. And he has taken the crown from from Nick Saban. Um, what do you make of my my thought process and my statement there, Bill Shanks? Well, I I, I think that what we're seeing is the execution of, of a mission statement from Kirby Smart. It's like the Jerry Maguire mission statement that got him fired. Uh, but this, this one was one that was brought in and said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to build the lines of scrimmage. We're going to let people see my passion for the university that I went to and graduated and played for. We're, we're going to get talent in the state of Georgia. We're not going to let people come in here and get our talent. We're not going to let people get who we want to get. We're not going to let Alabama get these talented players. We're going to have great recruiting classes. We're going to build depth. We're going to have practices that are tough. We're going to have, you know, one of the things that Georgia fans always used to envy was, oh, well, God, you know, in Alabama and Tuscaloosa, their number one squad's going up, against you, uh, going up against a bunch of five stars. I mean, they're getting better in practice. They're getting better Monday through Wednesday, and Georgia's weren't. Uh, they didn't have that kind of talent. They, Mark Rickwood repeatedly said, we're okay one through 22, but I don't, I don't know about I don't know about the rest of it. I mean, he he didn't come out and that blatantly and said it, but he basically was saying that we, you know, we don't have great depth all over the place. This team does. I mean, they went and had Nolan Smith knocked out for the season last week and and uh, had more sacks the next week against the number one offense in the country than they had all year long because the depth there. Um, we, yeah, we had you know, him. Uh, Bill, why'd y'all have to do that to Rocky Top? I mean, they were rolling. You just took their manhood. Yeah, well, they deserve it. They're horrible human beings, and they wear an ugly color, and they're pansies in those little orange orange pants. So what are you going to do? Oh, I love yeah. now- yeah, it. But, you know, it's, it's like the thing, and the other part of it was, let's bring in recruits and have a have a, have a environment where we're going to keep it rolling. And, I mean, he had an unbelievable amount of recruits there to keep that assembly line of talent rolling. I mean, he, he is executing his mission statement to AT. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night 
or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Bill Shanks, making Georgia. Afternoon drive, Sports Talk Radio, Georgia Insider on the Yingling Lager guest line is uh, Georgia's number one in the country. Uh, they play in Starble this weekend. And then they go to Lexington, and I think they should win big in both games. And then they have the uh, the mighty Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets to get ready for the SEC championship game. Who do you think it's going to be out of the the West? You think LSU can hang on, or uh, Ole Miss is kind of still in play? What what do you see over here, Bill? I think LSU probably. Um, I think Brian Kelly's done a tremendous job, and I, I think yeah that that looks like the the situation at hand there and. And, uh, you know, it would be definitely interesting because we know how LSU was three years ago and how they beat Georgia in the SEC championship game trail. I think it was 37-10 or something like that, I believe. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I think LSU's in the, in the catbird seat right there, and, and that would uh, definitely not be what we expected. But, uh, you know, they, they beat Alabama, and, and uh, they, they're in the driver's seat now, so they they probably will go to Atlanta. And, yeah, I mean, the Ole Miss – I would be look. I'm. I think. I think Alabama. Alabama better be careful this week. Yeah. Uh, they got to stop those two running backs and lanes. Uh, uh, we were talking yesterday. I had an Auburn guy on my. I mean, just I slumming by having an Auburn guy on my show. <laughs> well, he actually owned the restaurant that I was at. I didn't have any choice, but he's pretty good at going back and forth with me, and uh, I like to give him hell once in a while. We were having a conversation about Kiffin or. Hugh Freeze, which uh, I, I just I don't know why anybody would want Hugh Freeze to be honest with you. But I I said about Kiffin, I said, look, Kiffin, I think he's matured and he's he's uh, he he looks like he's an adult now and he looks like a better coach. And he, Alabama better be careful this week because if they've checked out at all because they've lost their second game in you know early November, oh Miss will beat them. Oh, man, Bill Shanks, Georgia Insider on the Yingling Liger guest line. This program is rolling, and they finally get the national title last year, and they're in the catbird seat again. We'll see who ends up in the uh, college football playoff, but I think we're all pretty damn confident that the Georgia Bulldogs will be one of the teams and Ohio State. We'll see maybe what shakes out on the other two. 
So you're not high on Hugh Freeze coming back and landing a Power Five job. Well, I think he'd be a perfect fit at Auburn just because I think he would fail. So I like anytime Auburn could fail, I'm all for it. But I, I, if I'm Auburn, I would not hire him. I think Lane Kiffin would be a much better hire. I think Lane I Kiffin would would um, would poke the the bear, pun intended, and and would. Um, I, I just I would be as a Georgia fan more. I mean, of course, I'm an objective journalist, you know that, but but I mean, as a Georgia fan, I'm I, I would be more concerned about Auburn getting Lane Kiffin than Hugh Freeze. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, and that's just what we were discussing yesterday because the guy, the Auburn guy, was kind of saying the same thing about why aren't you more um, in favor or have a favorable opinion uh, to use an election term of of uh, Hugh Freeze? And I said, well, I, I just I know he's been successful. I mean, I, I I know it. It has nothing to do with you know phone calls to Chicago or whatever the hell he did. I don't care about that. But you know, one thing that he did earlier this year that that I think kind of typifies my skepticism in Hugh Freeze is the right after Scott Frost got fired at Nebraska, someone asked Hugh Freeze, the head coach at Liberty, about whether or not Nebraska should hire him. And I'm paraphrasing here, but he said something along the lines of, "Well, if they want a winner, they'll call me." And I don't respect that because you have a team right now, you have a job right now, you have a salary right now. If I was one of the Falwells, I would have kicked his butt out there on the street. I would say, well, why don't you go ahead and go to Nebraska Slick if you want that? But, hell, they gave him a contract extension. So, I mean, whatever. Bill Shanks, making Georgia, Georgia Insider on the Out of Bounds Show. Blake? Yeah, I've been thinking about this with what Kirby's done at Georgia. And then you look around kind of the Saban coaching tree and you see McIlwain and Muschamp fail and you see Jimbo struggling at A&M. And so it makes me wonder, like, I know Kirby walked into, out of all of those situations, arguably one of the best situations. But he's also now winning at a high level and now he's doing it with a target on his back. So from someone who covers him every day, what is the big difference? What is Kirby doing that's allowing him to succeed where all of these other Sabanites seem to be failing? Well, I think it's simple. I think, look, uh, Kirby Smart is not George's version of Nick Saban. Kirby Smart is George's version of Steve Spurrier because Kirby played here. You know, like Spurrier played at, at, at Florida. When Steve Spurrier got that job in Gainesville, it was so easy for him to show his passion for Florida football, which, I mean, he's showing again right now in retirement. My God, he's got a restaurant down there, and he's, you know, Mr. Gator again. Because that's who he played for. And Kirby Smart said the other day after the game that his players on this team, he was very adamant about this, love this university. You know, and, and you know where that comes from? Him. It, 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 it's not, this isn't, I mean, he's get paid $10 million, but I mean, this is a, a passion for him because do you think he'd have this passion if he was co- coaching the Gamecocks for crying out loud? Hell no. I mean, this is his team. This is his alma mater. This is his, this is his school. This is where he went. This is what, this is the uniform he wore. And so you couldn't have a better situation for Georgia than to get someone of this nature, you know? So I, I think that's it in, in itself. That's that's all it is. It, it's the fact that there's a passion for his ability to make this team win. He knew what they were with Mark Rick. He knew he again that 15 game when they kicked Georgia's butt. <laughs> that was the best thing to happen to Georgia, and it was one of the final nails that and the Faton Bauta start in Jacksonville, which was you know ridiculous. But I mean, I. I Save, I saved you from an FCC fine right there, Bob, because I almost said a bad word. But I mean that 
you know, that was that was that was what Kirby saw is it's like, God, I can make this better. I my my team my my school ought to be better than this. And that's so I think it's all about that. It's it's just his love for that university because he wore that uniform and therefore he is determined and hell bent on making them the best, just like he saw when he was under Mr. Saban at Alabama. Georgia Bulldogs riding high. Can you imagine if they had a dynamic QB? Can you imagine if they had Hendon Hooker or Bryce Young? They would be beating, destroying everybody even more. That's what's right. going to be. But, but, but Stetson has got more passing yards than they do. Yeah, but that, that doesn't mean anything. Um, I mean, he, he's a nice player, but can you imagine if Georgia had a prolific, they'd be scared. I don't even know what would happen this year. If Georgia had Bryce or Hendon or CJ among others, I'd be insane what they would do to people. That's a bit. It's the big reason this team has won a national championship and is not enough. The experience and, and the leadership that he has provided this team after a revolving door there for a while, obviously, it has been unbelievable. I mean, he, he's a big reason this has happened. He, he may not be an NFL prospect. There's nobody I would want. I, would, I wouldn't want Bryce Young on this team. I wouldn't want Hennon Hooker up for this team. What? Because no way. No way. Bill, no are you way. taking crazy pills after beating Tennessee this weekend? No, I no, I got through my box. Did you end up ago. with one of at one of those bars that I like right off the I think law school at Athens? No, for too long. Mm-hmm. No, Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett deserves tremendous credit for what he's done and his. Well, hold on. Now that's a different conversation. I agree with that. If you could replace well, how Stetson, how much more prolific do you want him to be? No, no, no. If you wanted like a surefire we're winning the national title, then you would want a Bryce Young, Hendon Hooker no, I wouldn't. level. Bryce Young lost, Bryce lost two games the other day, and Hendon Hooker got sacked six times and couldn't hit his receivers. Why yep. would I want them? I've got a quarterback already who's 9-0. Why would I want anybody else? We're gonna, we'll are gonna have to meet for happy hour. i, I got to talk to you off the air. No, I mean, this, I'm telling you, he – he he is the perfect fit for what is is happening right now. Believe me, if Georgia loses, the, it doesn't win the national championship. It, nobody's going to be able to say, "Well, it's because they didn't have a prolific quarterback." I, I think I think Stetson has improved. He's experienced. Sure. He, he's just he's he's exactly what this team needs right now. Because you got to remember now, the leadership is so important for for a team that's trying to go through this. Because again, you talked about it earlier, Bo, about the the pitfalls of of a, of a of a full season of getting bored and having a player that these guys look up to like Stetson, it, it's tremendously valuable for this team. Believe me, he's 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 I, the perfect. I, I fit. can agree I on all that. And you still want a more if if given the option, you still want a more dynamic, explosive quarterback. No, no, we we would not. It would be nothing different. I mean, what would Hendon Hooker do for this offense? Run more. Uh, he'd be awesome. More awesome. Nah, nah. All right. Yeah, we don't need no I love you, buddy. Well, come on, bud. Come on, bud. All right. Back-to-back <laughs> national champs. I get it. I get it. Y'all can win with anybody. That That's basically I can play quarterback at Georgia. They can win. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Time for a Max Effort Monday. Yeah. A car or at the office. It's time to give it your Max Effort, just like Bowen Blake. So, hey, don't let your family down like I did on vacation, right? Come on, get off your ass. Oh, and give it a Max Effort. I'm ready to take this all away. I forgot about that return liner. Interesting. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN, brought to you by the Ram Trucks at Mack Hike and Flowwood. We're also brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. How about that? Alabama's most talented, best quarterback in the history of their program is not going to win the national championship. You just never know. You don't. I mean, Greg McElroy and Jay Barker are going to go home with national championships. Uh, and and Jay Coker. Did I get that right? I think that was right. Right? Kid from Mobile. That, Why you got to blindside these poor kids? I'm not saying they're, I mean, they're not good college players, but they're, they're better than me, but they're not what we're talking about here. Uh, Bryce Young is not going to win a national championship, and yet the kid is, uh, you know, just a ridiculous talent. We welcome in our friend, National College Football Analyst with ESPN, who probably got back to Charlotte, North Carolina from Los Angeles in the Pac-12 after dark Southern Cal-Cal game at about 11 a.m. yesterday. Tom Luganville joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Good morning, Tom Luganville. 11 a.m. I wish I got home at 11 a.m. That would have been been delightful. (laughs) What time did you get home? (laughs) About two thirty. Oh man! Yeah, it oh. was brutal. I had a so we get home from the Coliseum. I had to call off of my radio show. Um, we get home from the Coliseum. It is about twelve midnight, and my wake up call was at three thirty for a six a.m. flight. We're about forty minutes from LAX. So do the do the math. Y- yesterday was I got home and my. Poor wife, she, she looked at me, and she could tell I wasn't in the greatest of spirits. And then I had, I had an ESPN.com deadline that I was working on yesterday when all I wanted to do was just 
I just wanted to lay on the sofa and do nothing. Sure. And uh, so you got, I got some action tomorrow night. So I got to get back on a plane today and, uh, and, and go call some ball in the max and then come back and prepare some more for our Saturday contest. And off we go. Wow. You've got a Mac game. You're, you're two jump- weeks in a row. How you're, about that? You're hopping back on a plane today? Yeah, today. And then I, I'll go, I'll do, I'll host um, Pac-12 radio tomorrow for three hours. Then go do that game. <laughs> go do that game. And then come back on Wednesday morning and do college football live that afternoon. And then Thursday morning, I have ACC radio for three hours before I go to Salt Lake City and see Utah. <laughs> Damn, Tom Luganville. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, those uh, American Express hey. travel miles will come in handy when Miss Luganville wants to go to the Bahamas uh, after exactly football right. season, okay? And by the way, by the way, we could all be digging ditches. That's right. Amen right? to that. Amen We're to that. We're sitting here talking ball and having a great time, and that's all that matters. We always got to keep that right. We've got to keep the main thing about the main, the main thing, thing yes. right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, Bryce Young, here's what's crazy about sports. Uh, Bryce Young's amazing. and. Yeah. But he's not going to win a national championship at, at Bama, and Stetson Bennett could walk out of Georgia with two. How about that, Tom Luganville? Mm. Uh, well, pretty simple answer to that question. You, and it, well, it's not a question, but it is, it's, uh, you know, you're sitting there looking at it, and you're going, wow, you know, how, how can that be? Well, guess, who, guess what? Alabama's been sloppier than Georgia. Yeah. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, like, for example, you take a look. The, that game, watch that game before our game. That's kind of beauty sometimes of being on the West Coast is you get to see a lot of the day play out. And I, I immediately went to team stats after that. And I looked at a couple areas. Third down conversion rate on offense. LSU was better than Alabama. Turnovers. LSU was better than Alabama. Rush attempts. All right? LSU had more than Alabama. You've heard me talk about that before. So all it all kind of aligned, right? I mean, it... it that's why LSU won the game. Penalties. Alabama, more penalties than LSU. That's been a, that reared its ugly head um, all year long. And so you look at the national championship game a year ago, made more mistakes than the opponent did. I mean, when it, 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 sometimes we overcomplicate this game. And even when you have a great football team um, and you go on the road in a hostile environment, uh, for all of the athletic gifts and all of the production and how impressive Bryce Young is, when you actually look at that, that first or second drive of the game and you see that ill-advised throw he made in the end zone, well, what was the difference in the game? One point, right? Yeah. If, he just, if he just eats it, goes to the ground, they're coming away with at least three, probably seven, and now all of a sudden we're talking about a different outcome. But guess what? He made a mistake, and he made a mistake that LSU didn't make, and it took points off the board. And so those things, man, they, they start to build, they start to compound, and it's, it's tough to get over it. And and the reason why, Tom, is because Bryce Young knows he has to press because he has to overcompensate for what they are not. What they were a couple years ago with Waddle and Devontae and da-da-da, but they're, they're not that anymore, Tom. Right. And, and so he understands that he's got to do it. You know, look, some of these guys I'm referencing, I'm not taking shots at, but... but mm-hmm. But Mac Jones had different personnel, and so did Jake Coker. Sure, Tom, sure. he did. They Absolutely. did. Absolutely, Greg McElroy did too. Abs- and, yes. Um, and again, too, you also had they were on teams that were making less mistakes. They were on teams that um, 
uh, it was a little bit different in the sense that they were they were really pulling out and ahead of 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 the rest of the pack of college football. Now we've seen college football kind of you know play catch up a little bit. Um, I mean, you look at Georgia and and you look at LSU. You look at what Ole Miss has been able to accomplish. Um, so it's you know the level of competition I think is incre- I think it's become a more competitive landscape if you will. Yes. All right. So with what Kirby's doing and now LSU has a real coach who will have elite talent. He didn't have it at Notre Dame. Not that elite. Um, this this is a little bit of a shift. Now I'm not doing this for a hot take, Tom Luganville. But okay. Uh, and I do believe that they can win it again before Saban heads out into the sunset. But the dynasty that we know from 2009 until Mac Jones last the 2020 champion that's over because Georgia is here to stay, uh, LSU is coming, and Ohio State's here, and then there there will be another team. I just think it's a more difficult path than it was during that 12 week run. Am I crazy? What do you think? No, I, I think you're one 12 of 12 years. Excuse correct. me. Yeah, I think you're 100% correct. And listen, I think it's foolish for us to say, and you, and you phrase it correctly, nobody's saying that the sky is falling in Tuscaloosa. Nobody's saying that all of a sudden this is going to be a, a mediocre program. We're not saying that. But it's very, very clear, and I don't want to say that the torch has been passed, but it's very clear that Georgia has become what we saw Alabama yes. become in the last you know, 13 to 15 years. That is now happening in Athens, right? And, and again, that's not to take away from the accomplish, accomplishments of Alabama, but oh. we also got to acknowledge, we've got to acknowledge that this wasn't going on forever. Right. And we get spoiled and we get conditioned to believe that this, this is, this is going to be here forever and it's never going to go away and we're never going to struggle. And, we're, and, you know, that's not reality. I mean, that's just it's not how it works. And Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN, he's on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, over, you know, we're our proximity to T Town, Tom. I mean, it's right here. It's two and a half hours sure. away. And over the last fifteen, twenty years, we've cultivated a lot of relationships. My dad went to the University of Alabama, and so here's what I was told Sunday by somebody who I trust. He said, uh, "Here's what's going to happen." Saban didn't really go into it real hard. They're going to go into the portal. And he's going to go big game hunting because he has to. I, not that the roster's bad. State don't miss and Arkansas would sell their soul. But to get where, back where he wants to be, Tom, he is going to dive head first along with his assistants into the transfer portal to go after the elite, elite, elite players, in my opinion. What do you think? If, if we assume that the players that they would be going after are head and shoulders better than what they already have. I think that's the thing that we've got to remember is for the vast majority, probably for 98% of of college football rosters, when they're going into the transfer portal, there are players in that portal that are clearly better than what they currently have, right? But if you're in Alabama, if you're Clemson, if if, if you're um, an Ohio State, if you're in Georgia right now, if you're going to do that, it's not like you're going to bring in 15 guys. There's not 15 guys in the portal that are better than what you have. But oh, there could be a Jameson could Williams, be three. right? Yeah, there could be a Henry To'o. Right. So I think they've done that, but I don't see them doing that with more than two to five guys in a class. I, I, I really don't because you can't do it just for the sake of doing it. If the player 
isn't an upgrade over what you have. And at a place like Alabama, there's not many of those guys out there. I'll tell you the one thing. I saw this. This is a quote, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it was a quote from a former Alabama player, and I found it very, very interesting because this was a fear that I had had in all of this landscape for everybody as we started to move into this new world. And the, the quote, again, I'm paraphrasing, was, I'll tell you what's wrong with Alabama, NIL. NIL is what's wrong with Alabama because they've lost their edge and they've lost their hunger. And I, I started to think about that. And, and, you know, the one thing that NIL can do is it creates and promotes individualism. And it creates and can promote a me, me, me type attitude. And what, what's the one thing that Nick Saban has been able to protect his roster from during his entire tenure at Alabama? It's that very thing. It's the, the team, the, the long-term outlook of things, the development for the NFL. If you, if you just do what we, what we preach and what we coach you to do over the course of your career, this is likely what is going to happen uh, for you. And now we're in this different landscape where it's not necessarily about the team. I mean, and I just, I thought, I'm not saying that that's necessarily the case. I thought it was a very interesting statement by a former Alabama player um, that obviously has some concerns about, you know, the, the state of how this team is playing. Well, they're not near as talented. Uh, the Scott Cochran, I mean, we did a whole show on this a couple of years uh -huh. ago. The legendary strength and conditioning coach that came out of the Tommy Moffitt deal at LSU who joined Saban at Alabama and was there forever and super close to Kirby Smart. He left a few years ago and so on. And bottom line is his two, his two coordinators are not good enough when it comes to offensive and defensive scoring efficiency. And at Alabama, that's quite frankly unacceptable. So I think Saban will, will make a move there too. But they're out of the college football playoff, and so is Clemson. So as you size this thing up, Tom, do mm -hmm. you think last year we thought we might have it because Ole Miss has had an NFL QB who had mobility, all right? And the game just – it was 35 to nothing before I could even drink a yingling, all right? And it just didn't go as advertised. Uh -huh. Now Bama goes to Ole Miss this year, and – you know, they're on the ropes. They're not playing for a college football playoff berth anymore. Do you think that Ole Miss, they couldn't do it last year. Can they make this a four-quarter four game in Oxford this weekend? Based off of what we've seen to this point, the answer to that question should be yes. But I'll tell you, man, what Alabama somehow finds a way to do, we've talked about this before, when things don't go their way or they lose or they have a, a rough outing, this is what we're going to find out about this, this particular team is when there's not a college football playoff berth on the line, what is their grit? What is their give a crap quotient for the citrus bowl, right? What is and, and, and to get there, which means you'd have to win out the rest of the way. All right. But I, I think that's, that's a concern. But I also think if you're Lane Kiffin, you're expecting Alabama's best because you've worked for the guy that's leading Alabama, and that is not going to be an easy environment in Tuscaloosa this week. Right. And I, I just – they still have superior players across the board. They have the superior quarterback. Um, what you need to have happen if you're Ole Miss is you need Alabama to continue to be sloppy. Yeah. You know, you need Alabama to continue to have poor third-down conversion rate. 
and commit almost double-digit penalties every week. You need them to not be able to run the football effectively. I mean, those things have to come into play. So to answer your question, I think even if those things are a, a positive for Alabama, Ole Miss has improved enough to have that game at home and to be able to be in the game in the fourth quarter. Now, Jackson Dart can't turn the ball over three times. No. But um, I do think if, they're, if, if both teams play well, absolutely, that's, that's more than uh, a fair assessment of how that game plays out. All right, let's go to Georgia and what Kirby is doing, like you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what a defensive game plan by Kirby oh. and Mushan. But actually, you know what? It was simple. Do you want to know why? Tell me. It was simple. They went into that game and essentially said, we have better players than you. We are not going to give you options defensively. You're going to see one thing from us, and it's going to be man-to-man defense, and it's going to be up in your face. And if you, That offense, and it's a great college offense, but there's some run-and-shoot elements to the offense that are predicated upon defensive movement in the secondary after the ball has been snapped, right? So, you know, we always hear about the, the RPO game, right? Run-pass option. The operative word in the RPO game is option. Well, you're trying to give yourself an option based off of the leverage or the position of the defender. Where is he? Where is he going? And then where he moves, we go the opposite direction. Well, the only way to take away the RPO game is to play man-to-man defense across the board because now there is no option. The player isn't in a conflict of assignment. He's assigned to an individual man. You can't option him. So that's number one. Most people don't have the talent to do that. Most people don't have the personnel to line up and not give up explosive plays. Georgia does. Secondly, on the outside, as you've watched Tennessee, how outstanding has Tennessee been this year when it's come to explosive vertical plays? Good grief. Right? Unbelievable. So what is, and, and so what, but what they do is it's all based upon leverage. So let's just say I'm the wide receiver coming off of the football, and I'm playing a corner. He's six to seven yards off of me. And I come off the ball, and that corner jumps into an outside technique. That's telling me post-snap that I'm taking my route to the inside of him, and I'm going to use his leverage against him. All right, let's just say I come off the ball, and now we're going to go downfield, and that corner jumps inside. So where am I going to go? I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go vertical outside. So what Georgia did is Georgia just said, we're not giving you the two-way go. If you watch Keely Ringo and how he played, how he played Cedric Tillman, how he played Jalen Hyatt, He's a freak. they got head up, press man-to-man, and said, all right, Hendon Hooker, we're going to pressure you. Let's see if you can drop that ball in a bucket when your wide receiver is not running wide open. And it was as simple as that. That's mm-hmm. what they did. We're better than you. We're going to play man. You can't RPO us. We're not going to give your outside target the two-way go. Let's see if you can beat us. All right. Sometimes we get ahead of ourselves, but sometimes it is what it is. Are they head and shoulders above anybody else, Tom? Georgia? Yeah. Well, I think they are. I think they're, they're, they've kind of come out of the play down to the level of competition funk that they were right. in for the first five to six weeks of the season. They've kind of grown past that. Um, you know, they're not even necessarily play. They got Jalen Carter back, but they don't have Nolan uh, Smith. Um, so they're not playing with a full slate of personnel. I still think that we undervalue Stetson Bennett in terms of what he provides. I think anybody who wants to call him a game manager is sorely mistaken with, with, with that assessment of him. He's continually proven that 
to be an inaccurate evaluation of him. So I think that part is, 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 is something that people got to reevaluate. I think Ohio State has some inconsistencies. Michigan cannot create explosive plays, nor are they very effective in the red area on offense. Um, TCU does not have Georgia's roster. No. So that's, I mean, we can eliminate oh, that. Get so, yeah, so, I mean, that, that, that's the thing. So, yeah, to answer your question, if you really start to peel back the layers, yeah. Yeah, they are, they are better than head and shoulders better than everybody else. All right, let's finish with, uh, with Jimbo. Um, yeah. They're, they're a disaster. <laughs> They're a disaster. I actually think they may consider the $87 million just because it's a rounding error in, in College Station if he finishes 4-8. and eight. If they go to Auburn and lose this weekend, and we all believe that they will lose to LSU at home on Thanksgiving weekend, do you see a scenario where the influential boosters and or Chancellor President make a move, Luke's? I, I don't. Um, and, and if they did... I mean, it just it just goes to tell you that anybody who thinks that money matters is is sorely mistaken when it comes to winning and losing. People will get desperate. They've got money to lose, and they're willing to do what it takes to correct the issue, no matter how much it's going to cost them. I don't think that they would do that. Um, but this Auburn game, it's interesting you ask that question, and that's who the opponent is, because you know how difficult of a place that is to play. Sure. Right. And Auburn, aside from Texas A&M, has probably been the one time, the one team that's had as bad a quarterback issues and as bad a quarterback play as A&M has had. If Texas A&M were to lose to Auburn with their quarterback play, that's going to be a real problem. That's what I would be concerned I, about I, because. I, whew, here, oh here's something goodness. else, Tom. You know, teams do this. The fact that Auburn's throwing their name in the hat for Lane and maybe Hugh Freeze, uh, and they are. They're going to make, you know this, they're going to make Lane say no. Whether he does, who knows. But right. I wonder if that makes A&M move if they lose to Auburn and LSU and finish 4-8. and eight. Uh, I mean, anything's possible. And again, we're talking about big money power brokers with the largest university endowment in the country. Um, if they want to, they can. If they want to, they can. I mean, I, I, I just... I, I, I kind of, I know I'm not making excuses for Jimbo, but like, like, what is it? Murphy's law, anything bad can happen, will happen. I mean, you, they, they finally go out two weeks ago and it looks like they find a quarterback. And then all of a sudden Saturday morning, they have a flu outbreak and 18 players can't go and the quarterback's one of them. Sure. It's like, what are the odds, right? Like what are the chances that that happens? And that's the type of season that they've been having all year long though. What can go wrong does. Hugh Freeze. All right. We got to let you go, but Hugh Freeze, huge win over Arkansas. That may be enough to propel him, catapult him into a, a Power 5 job. Would you be surprised if Hugh Freeze is hired in the first week of December or second, whatever, uh, at a Power 5 school, Tom? No, no, no. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be curious to know exactly what the layout of the contract he currently signed is um, and, and, and what type of role that plays uh, in, in, in you know, other suitors that would be looking at, you know, potentially looking at him. But no, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he's been, a, he's been successful everywhere he's been, and he's turned things around quickly everywhere he's True. been. True. And I think if you're Auburn, that's what's most attractive about him is he has a proven track record of quick turnaround. If you had to bet 100 bucks, Kiffin or Freeze to Auburn? Uh, freeze. Okay. 
Cool. Um, have a great week, and uh, I know the American Express points are going to be great for you and the crew. Yeah, right? <laughs> Take care, Thanks, buddy. Guys. Have a good weekend, man. See ya. Tom Luganbill, National College Football Analyst with ESPN on the Out of Bounds Show. Yeah, I feel like we have to, it's like rapid fire with him because I have him on on Monday, uh, and he does such a great job. Um, but it's just like I want to get to 97 things with him Yeah, we, we coming could, off the weekend. We could take his whole Pac-12 show and just do a real show about SEC football. Yeah, I could have Tom on for two hours on yeah. Monday. Because you could do and an then hour. And I could really walk through everything yeah, I want to. an hour of recap and an hour of preview. That's easily. right. That's right. He thinks that Ole Miss has a shot to make that game a four-quarter game in Oxford. Line is stretched out to 11.5 in favor of the Tide overnight. So okay. went from about 7.5 to 11.5 in 24 hours. So okay. still money coming in on the on the Crimson Tide. They haven't lost three regular season games since 2010. Yeah. It's the last time they lost two regular season games. Incredible. What a run by Saban. Magical. Unbelievable. Um, and by the way, that's a 2.30 CBS kick, Blake, in Oxford. For Brad Nessler and Gary Danielson. So, and that game is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. It is an armchair QB Monday. We'll have the uh, High School Player of the Week brought to you by Bank Plus at 915. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.